Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Tuesday morning. We are glad that you have joined us at Super Talk dot fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from we appreciate all our great listeners especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us want to thank our sponsors at strange brew coffee house and churn and spoon ice cream don't forget this weekend when you're in town that should be one of your first or maybe your last stop on the way out of town stop by there grab yourself a hot or cold beverage although this weekend looks like hot's going to be the way to go it's going to be chilly Baby back ribs. <laughs> yes, it's going to be cold this weekend, so go grab yourself an, a, a, a hot chocolate or a hot coffee. That'll get you through this weekend. Don't forget our good friends at College Corner. This is it. You're coming to Starville this weekend, aren't you? If you are, and you, I mean, if I see you in one of those shirts, there's going to be hell to pay. Get yourself something new. Head over to College Corner and buy yourself a brand new polo, and do it with a College Corner gift card, which, when you buy it at collegecornerstore.com, is 30% off the purchase price. So you can save money, get some new gear, get it all done at College Corner. Our friends at Advantage Business Systems know that right now, business needs to be as efficient as that MSU offense. It needs to be crisp, clean, and doing the work you need it to do. So why don't you give them a call today and find out how they can help you, how they can put 45 years of working in the Magnolia State all that experience to work for you. Call them today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Joel T. Woo. All right. Two woos. Two woos. Two woo day. I don't know what to make of that. That should be a three woo day because when we close and it out. Close the show. I yep. might get another woo out of there between hey, now and then. You, you never might. know. Nobody woos except for Joel T. Coleman. Uh... Hey, we just got, as we record, the new edition of the Mississippi State Game Notes. Let's see if there's a new depth chart. Let's see if we can have some breaking news. Sure, sure. Thunder and lightning. Sure, let's do it. If the internet will load it. We're uh, going there right now. We, Guys, we weren't planning for this. Huh? Yeah, this is... We have a new depth chart. Hey, Scott Lashley's still the backup right tackle, so I'm assuming that it has not been updated. Probably not. Probably not. Anyway... It's funny we talk about the depth chart. KJ Costello or Will Rogers, by the way. I bet Costello draws the start. Probably going to be okay. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's the same. All right. Uh, Joel, talking about depth chart, talking about players, though. Here's what the, the, the question I want to make to pose to you. Was MSU's biggest win this weekend on the field? And what I mean by that is this. Did MSU not show the nation that this is a totally different Mississippi State offense and open themselves up to a level of recruiting at the offensive playmaker positions that they have never been available to before. Well, to uh, use, it's not really a thunder and lightning quote, but we use it sometimes. I don't know if it's as much on air as off air, but uh, you know, for recruits, Mississippi State 
had their curiosity, and now the Bulldogs have their attention. Ah. <laughs> I like that. I tell you what, man. If you're a recruit, I, I go back. I think I've quoted this Steve Spurrier Jr. quote that he gave me back during the summer multiple times now over the last few months, but it has stuck out to me ever since he said it. He was like, you know, we can talk about the air raid and show video of Washington State or whatever all we want to, but until these guys see guys in Mississippi State helmets doing it, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean a whole lot. Well, guess what? Now they've seen guys in Mississippi State helmets doing it for the greatest passing performance in SEC history in game one. Who knows where it goes from here? You know, was State's greatest victory on the field? Probably not because, look, we don't know how the rest of the season's going to play out. You know, they, they could lose to Bama. And, you know, it wouldn't be a shock if they lost to A&M or whoever. I mean, now you got a puncher, you got a chance in all those games, you feel like. But I'm just saying, you don't know what's going to happen the rest of the year. But you already now have national attention on your program, and people see that this air raid, it works. I keep going back to A.J. Brown's senior year, and there was so much talk. You know, and you can talk about whatever happened beyond the field, whatever. But A.J. Brown didn't want to come to Mississippi State because he did not want to block. He wanted to catch passes. That's why he ended up going to Ole Miss. That's why his other option was Alabama. Places he knew they were going to throw the football. Um, and, and you can promise somebody and say, look, once we get a player like you in, we're going to be throwing the ball a lot more. And recruits sometimes want to hear that, but what they really want to say is, hey, you can be like this guy who this past weekend caught eight passes for 133 yards and two touchdowns, and we're going to be doing that every week. So right now, if you're a high school quarterback or wide receiver, it doesn't matter where you live. Mississippi State is at least has your attention. Yep. You know, so you know that, that's just the way that that's just how recruiting is going to have to work. Um, and also from a transfer perspective, if you are a quarterback for next year, you look at Mississippi State and you say, okay, so Costello will be gone, and then you know, Schra- I don't think Schrader's coming back to quarterback at Mississippi State anyway. So it's going to be you know, a redshirt freshman or whatever whatever the designation is going yeah. to be for Will Rogers and two true freshmen. And you're a you know a senior grad transfer quarterback who's got some arm talent. Mississippi State is number one on your list because you see what's going to happen there. So, I mean, I will I will not be surprised at all if Mississippi State has a, a, a another transfer quarterback next season. I won't be surprised by that. I mean, they they might go with Will Rogers, but they might say, look, you know, we can we can redshirt him again, and and, and you know go from there. I don't know. I don't know. But right now, I do know that. Mississippi State, from a recruiting perspective, has talked for years about trying to be more attractive to high-end offensive talent, and they never quite got there. You know, that was the Moorhead. That when Moorhead was hired, the plan was to be a little bit more of a passing offense that would allow you to, in this in this class right here, attract guys like Deion Smith, Isaiah Brevard, guys like that. Neither one of those guys are at Mississippi State are committed to Mississippi State right now. But both of them, and I don't know that State's pushing for Brevard. They're certainly pushing for Deion Smith. Both of them have to have their eyes open and go, oh, wow. You know, if you're a wide receiver and you have a Mississippi State offer, you almost are, are doing yourself a disservice by not at least seriously. Cons- there are plenty of places where you can catch the football. There are. But this is going to be a place where the wealth is shared. I mean, look if at you Malik want to play Heath. in the SEC, there's nowhere in the SEC where you're right. going to have more of a chance to catch the football. You look at Malik Heath, right? One catch for one yard on Saturday. But if I told you on this coming Saturday he had seven catches for 150 yards, are you surprised by that? Nope. There's going, that's how it's going to be. Osiris Mitchell might only catch three or four passes next week. 
And then the next week he comes back with seven or eight. It's going to be a, 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 a true shared concept. We, I know there's been a lot of talk about socialism in this country over the past few months. There's going to be socialism at Mississippi State football. They will share the wealth. <laughs> there is no question about that. And that's something that receivers have to look at and quarterbacks are going to have to look at. What about running backs? I mean, is it, is it going to – can State the – good, the good news is in the state of Mississippi, there are always quality running backs that would like to be at Mississippi State. And if you're a winning program, that's great. But can you find the same running backs? Are they going to have as much success as they've had in the past few years where they've gotten guys like Harris Williams, who's a four-star, Kylan Hill's a four-star? Are those guys still going to be on the, on the loop, the mix for Mississippi State? You kind of feel like an in, in-state guys, maybe, just because, I mean, it feels like most of the time, guys that, that grow up in the state of Mississippi are probably going to one of the two in-state SEC schools, probably. So you feel like you have at least a 50-50 shot with some of those guys. Um, I think a lot of it depends, too, on, I mean, what does Kylan Hill do this year? What does Jaquavius Marks do this year and in the years to come? You know, if these guys see running backs that are getting some carries, but they're able to show their versatility and things, I mean, it just depends on what they're looking for here. But, I mean, in the NFL, that kind of guy's valuable, too the guy that catches the passes out of the backfield and things. So, I mean, I, I don't see why not. Uh, maybe that gets you in the game with guys not from the state of Mississippi. You, you kind of get to open up a little bit more. You know, state for so long, and I think they'll still maintain a focus on the state of Mississippi, but I do feel like Mike Leach has the ability to recruit more nationally than Mississippi State ever has. So, I mean, I just think that your options at running back probably increase with Mike Leach because you could you could probably go into Texas and, and get a running back that has been in an air raidish like system and good good hands and so yeah, I mean I I think you could still pull some four star ish backs. They just may have different skill sets than like the Aries Williams or whatever of the past. I think where it's going to be is there there are there's two types of quarterbacks when you look at twenty four seven. There's pro and dual. MSU has made a living in the dual column. Now it's going to change over to the pro column. There are two types of backs. There's RB and APB, all-purpose back. State has made a living in the RB. They're going to start having to make a living in the APB and finding guys. You know, you think about the guys that Moore had recruited. Marks is an all-purpose back. He is not a typical grind-it-out-between-the-tackles kind of back. He, he is a good fit for the. And you saw some of that on Saturday. He had a couple of plays where he flashed. That's the kind of backs you're going to see Mississippi State getting. The days of, you know, 5'11", 220 pounds, probably going to go out with Kylan Hill. And you're going to have guys that are 5'10", 5'9", 175, 180 pound guys who you can do more in the out in, in the space than when you're worried about what they're doing up the middle than anything else. The fun thing is, Joel, is the other side of the ball. Because I loved Mike Leach's pitch to MJ Daniels which was, we're going to be lighting up the scoreboard, better to be with me than against me. Smart. I like that. There's an article today on 24-7 from Kamari Wilson, who is the nation's number one safety in the class of 2022. Five-star kid out of Florida, out of IMG, which is, if you're not familiar with IMG, it is basically a high school powerhouse in Florida that is built off scholarships. They recruit players from all different states, and, and bring them to Florida, and they, they play there. Shea Patterson went to high school there. Um, 
there's a kid who was the kid from Olive Branch who I don't think is at there any there any longer. But Walter Nolan went there for a year. They just they recruit players. His name is Kamari Wilson, and he's talking very big about Mississippi State. Now, this is a kid who has offers from literally everybody. And I'm not saying that Mississippi State is going to get this kid, but the fact that there's an article about him talking about Mississippi State, the nation's number one safety, the number 22 player in the country, that is, that's saying something. The number one cornerback uh, in, this cl- in the 22 class, or at least he was at one time, is the number one player in the state of Mississippi, Kamari Rogers from Columbia, Mississippi. He is committed to LSU, but MSU has been working him hard. Again, defensive players, you know, when they say, like, look, I'm going to play for – at the end of the day, if you're a defensive player, you want to you stop everybody, right? But if you know you have that, that little ace in the hole of, hey, my offense is going to get 35. We don't have to be perfect out here. And you know you can play aggressive. You can gamble a little bit more because you have the offense getting your back there. There's been so much talk about Mike Leach and his recruiting, and especially he's got off to a slow start, and oh, he never recruited well. Yesterday's perform, or yesterday, Saturday's performance is the kind of, of performance that recruits are going to notice, and that's going to help. And, and you, you combine that with next year in the state, it's a much better crop of talent than it is next, this year. Mississippi State is starting to set up long-term here to be more of a player than it's been in the past in the SEC. Oh, absolutely. And, and you have – if they keep getting wins, they're going to get more attention. They already have attention with Leach. You start adding the wins to it, that's more attention. It's going to be like 2014. You remember all that attention? It's going to be like 2014 on steroids if this team keeps winning. I'm already not looking forward to our press conference today. There's going to be like – I bet you there's like 50 people in there on the Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing too. You may you may get more coverage because of that, uh, because now, no matter where you are in the country, I guess if Mississippi State approves you, you can go to the Mike Leach press conference. You know, uh, this thing if it keeps going the way it went Saturday, and look, that's an if. We we didn't talk about this much the other day on the show. I don't like the the narrative it, it seems like if Mississippi State ever beats an LSU it's not because Mississippi State earned it it's because LSU's down kind right. of thing like, I I kind of despise that but it bears mentioning that what if later in the year LSU is not good you know kind kind of deal could that happen maybe I don't know but I, I bring that up just to say we don't know how the next nine games are going to play out just because you beat LSU on Saturday doesn't necessarily mean you are going eight and two or nine and one or what we'll have to see but it darn sure looked like a team that might could go seven and three, eight and two. That's and if that's happening, the attention is going to be all over Mississippi State and Mike Leach, and recruits like attention. Yeah. And the more states in the national spotlight, the more they do things like last Saturday. I don't think they're going to put up six hundred twenty-three yards of passing every week, but no. Those things keep happening, man, and it's only good news for Mississippi State. You hit on something, by the way, about the the constant excuse making. By, uh, I have never seen – I mean, you could see the tire tracks of all the U-turns that have been made in the last 48 hours. Five minutes before kickoff on Saturday, it was, even without Stingley, LSU's just too talented for Mississippi State. And I felt that too, by the way. I raised my hand and say I thought LSU was too talented. I still think LSU was more talented than Mississippi yes, State. Yes, I do too. But Mississippi State played better and won the game. 
They were coached better. They were coached better. They had a better scheme on both sides of the ball. Yes. Everything worked for Mississippi State. The better team won. The better team doesn't mean the, the more talented team. Mm-mm. It means a team that played better. And that's what Mississippi State did. But the same people who at 2.29 p.m. on Saturday afternoon were telling me that LSU was just more talented than Mississippi State and there's nothing you can do have reversed course. And if I started hitting us, well, they lost so many players. As if losing players is a new phenomenon contained to LSU. Alabama loses players every year, and they stay in the top three. I saw a tweet put out earlier today by one at Brian Had... That's what they think I am in Shreveport, anyway. (laughs) Brian Did I tell you about that, by the way? I did an interview in Shreveport, and the guy kept calling me Brian Haddad, and I was just like... Whatever. Whatever. I texted him after. I was like... I I did a radio interview this morning that... uh, Said that they, Joel they were joined Coleman? By, no, they, they got okay. my name right, but they still said I was with Start for Daily News. I didn't correct them. So, no, just, yeah. whatever. You just let it go. Um, what was that? Oh, yeah, your, your tweet earlier on Monday. I mean, Mississippi State lost Willie Gay. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State lost Lee Autry. Mississippi State lost uh, Cam Dantzler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississippi State lost, I mean, fill in the blanks, guys. Uh, Tyree Phillips. You, you just keep going down the list. Mississippi State lost a lot, too. From the last game, defensively, this is from the, the Music City Bowl. State, this is state starters. Leo Lewis, gone. Jaquarius Landry is gone. Tim Washington's gone. Fabian Lovett is gone. Lee Autry is gone. Tyler Williams is gone. And like you mentioned, Willie Gay didn't start in that game, but he played a ton. And Cam Dantzler and Brian Cole had both declared for the draft and were sitting out. Those are two normal starters. Um, so, I mean, that's only – Maurice Smitherman was, was hurt, but he was a senior. He's gone. Jerry and Jones played a lot in that game. He's gone. Offensively, Stephen Guidry, Farad Green, Tommy Champion, Tommy Stevens, Tyree Phillips, Darrell Williams, they're all gone. Um, Dedrick Thomas would have played a lot in that game. He's gone. I mean, Aris Williams is gone. You lost a lot. That's what college football is. Yeah. It's roster management. It's every year you lose players. So, uh, yeah, LSU lost more talented players than MSU. That's every year. Every year, the players that leave MSU and the players that leave LSU, nine times out of ten, LSU has the talent advantage. Maybe in 2018, State had a talent advantage because they lost Simmons and Sweat and and Abram, three first-rounders. But by and large, that's just how it's going to be. So, I mean, there's excuses that make sense sometimes, right? You're like, hey, if if, if K.J. Costello had gotten hurt in warm-ups and and Will Rogers wasn't there and he had to go with Jalen Maiden and you lose, okay. It's not an excuse. You're playing your third-string quarterback. But we lost a lot of players. Buddy, that's college football. It happens every year to everybody. Yep. So, you know, life sucks. Get a helmet. Yeah. We're, we're, we're kind of change, shifting gears a little bit from the recruiting angle are, over to the game. But We're allowed to do that, though. It's our show. We are. We can do whatever the heck we want to do. That's right. Uh, it's thunder and lightning. So, thunder or lightning has created By all means. Uh, but, no, you're exactly right. And I'm just trying to think, when is the last time Mississippi State beat a team and there wasn't an excuse on the other side from a lot of national media saying, "Yeah, but that team's not as good as they were." You know, when is the well, one? especially when it's it's a it's a upper level team like this. When state beats an Auburn or an LSU, or if they ever beat an Alabama, it's very rarely going to be about Mississippi State. It's always going to be about what the other team did wrong, and that's because let's just put it to you like this: Let's say you and I were going to be involved in an eating contest, right? And you beat me. What's the bigger story? That you lost. That I lost, yeah. right? Because I'm the huge favorite in that. Yeah. You know, or if we went for a run to, to make it feel, make myself feel better, <laughs> and I somehow finished ahead of you. The story isn't that, oh, hey, Dad, ran really well today. It's, 
How did Joel Coleman let Brian Haydad beat him? Yeah. That's what the story is. So, I mean, I, I get that. And think about it from a, from a, a, you know, we'll give you a little inside baseball here. From a, a wanting to draw clicks standpoint, who gets more clicks, LSU or Mississippi State? LSU. Na- from a national perspective. Oh, yeah. So, writers and content creators are going to gear their coverage around what is the uh, the team that draws the most eyeballs. We, we had uh, one of our friends, Tyler Horka, ported out that Glenn Gilbo, who's a good writer. I've, I've worked with Glenn before. Uh, he worked with some stuff with us with V Sporto. And he, his, his, con, his headline was something basically about Joe Burrow did come back to Baton Rouge, but he was wearing maroon and white. And he asked, you know, why would you do that? Well, think about a search engine, right? People searching for Joe Burrow, that article's going to pop up. And maybe you get them to click it. That's how that works. Yep. So, you know, you got just a little education here, just to you know, look a little deeper sometimes into what people are, are, are saying. And if you're wondering why LSU is getting all this conversation, it's not about Mississippi State, that's why. It's because nationally LSU is a huge brand, and Mississippi State right now is not. It's as simple as that. So I mean, Mike Leach keeps this up, though. You never know. <laughs> well, Mike Leach, Mike Leach coming to Mississippi State and winning – I mean that is that is a dream scenario for Mississippi State. Yeah, it, because it really is. Dan Mullen won here, but Dan Mullen's not interesting enough to to draw in the amount of coverage that Mike Leach will. It's just that simple. People people want to cover Mike Leach. Yeah, they never know what he's going to say next. He might say something dumb, which gets you a lot of, of, yeah. of clicks. Yeah. Mike Leach is more of the brand than Mississippi State right now. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. No question about that. So. Well, one of my favorite brands is Welcome Home Beef, so let's move on over to our next topic, and that's brought to you by our good friends over there on University Drive who were running all the food truck all weekend, and they will be again this weekend. And like I said earlier, it's going to start getting cold. So if it's getting cold, it's time to put something in the Dutch oven and let it simmer, stew, cook all day to fall off the bone tenderness, and that's what you can get at Welcome Home Beef. They've got a cooler full of roasts of big cuts, of beef ribs, of oxtails, stuff that you want to put in your stews, in your soups, in your chili. So why don't you give them a call today and find out what you can warm up around this weekend. Call them at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. And whatever you do, whatever you get from them, one thing's for sure. It just tastes good. Joel T. Coleman is one up on me in the uh, pick'em. I am a game back. I'll tell you what, man. I I was... Were you sweating that Vanderbilt uh, thing a little bit? bit? Yeah. A little bit. That's fine. 17-12, uh, wasn't that the final? Yeah. Surprising. Oh, I'll tell you surprising. what, though. Them winning it, though, makes me feel very good that I use my A&M double down on A&M this week. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it's going to be tough to ever use one on them now. They do play Arkansas, that. but that's about it. Um, so I'm a game back thanks to Kentucky. Let's go into week two, and we'll see where it takes us. Florida travels to, I'm sorry, no, Florida hosts South Carolina. That's a pretty easy one. We'll take the Gators there. Oh, well, hey. Well, I, I need to look at the full schedule to see where where or if I want to use my double down. Okay. But, yes, I want to pick the Gators. Could I use my double down here? Possibly, depending on what if else If you want to come back to it, that's uh, fine. Okay, let's keep rolling while I pull up. Georgia travels to the loveliest village. Oh, no, sorry. Never mind. I keep I have this backwards every time. Georgia welcomes Auburn between the hedges. JT Daniels has been cleared for this weekend, so that Georgia offense gets a big boost in their, their starting quarterback. Uh, I was surprised that Auburn won last weekend. I don't think it's going to happen two weekends in a row. I will take the Bulldogs. Hmm. 
I'm tempted to go against you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia did not look good for the first half at all. They didn't look good for the first 40 minutes. I, I agree. But with Daniels, you got to think it's going to be a little bit cleaner, don't you think? You do. They're at home. Auburn has went to Georgia and gotten crushed. Their hearts destroyed many times. Indeed. Uh, it's too early for me to be getting too risky. I think. I don't know that my heart, my Ooh, my gut wants me to, about this. My, my my gut wants me to say Auburn. Ah. Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I add the intrigue? God, could you imagine if Georgia loses this game? Well, then we will see how it goes, but I can't believe you're even thinking about this. I am, though. Ah! Make your choice. What's the line? I like oh. Vegas. I, I, that I don't know. The line, Georgia 7. I'll stick. I'll be safe. I'll go Georgia. All right. Wow. That was, that was iffy for a second there. It, it was very iffy. Kentucky welcomes the Ole Miss Rebels. Kentucky was not impressive. Ole Miss, what I would say about Ole Miss is this. They looked better. I wouldn't say they looked good, but they looked better. They looked competent, but defensively they still got a lot of issues. I think Kentucky will bounce back and grab the Rebels here. I'm going to take the Wildcats. I'll take Kentucky too. All right. Uh, Missouri on the road at Tennessee. That game with South Carolina was a lot closer than I thought it would be for Tennessee. Uh, Missouri, they got rolled off the field. I mean, Alabama really let the dogs out or let the dogs – called the dogs off is what I'm trying to get at. Get there eventually uh, late in that game. Uh, ugly game, but I'll say the Volunteers win this one. Yep, I'm with you. All right. Vanderbilt at home this weekend. Vanderbilt was very surprising. I didn't watch enough of that game to know if it was Vanderbilt played out of their mind or if Texas A&M just played really bad. But what I have to assume is that Vanderbilt is not good, so that it had to be more that Texas A&M was not good. Um, they host LSU this weekend, does Vanderbilt. I'm going to go ahead, because I don't know what LSU is. Yeah. I really I really wonder what they I think they're still pretty good, though. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and use my, my double down here, oh, okay. I think, on, okay. on LSU. So you'll double on LSU? Um. I think I will as well. So we will both double this game. So LSU, we will both take the Tigers, and we will both have the doubler on this one. So it's, it cancels itself out either way. Um, Alabama hosts Texas A&M. Uh, like I said, A&M, I mean, they just were not impressive. Alabama looked really good until they decided to stop playing, basically. Guess the line for this game. Um, 13 and a half. Up. Really? 17. Well, man, the last 17-point underdog did pretty well on the road. That's yeah, true. I'm uh, still going Bama here. I'll take Bama. I would take Bama. I don't know if I'd take the points, but I would def- I'll take Alabama to win. Um, and then, is that it? That's it? All right, so let's re- recap our picks here. We're both taking Florida over South So we have – there's no – there's No no, no separation this week. this week. We both have Florida over South Carolina. We both have Georgia over Auburn, although uh, – Joel thought about it. I did. We both will take Kentucky over Ole Miss. We'll both take Tennessee over Missouri. We'll both take LSU over Vanderbilt, and we've doubled that game. And then we will both take Alabama to beat Texas A&M. If this was late in the season, I think I would have picked Auburn over Georgia and try to go ahead and wipe you out. But mm. it's too early to be. That give, is a lot of faith stops. in the Auburn Tigers, who I didn't think played that great Saturday. I didn't. I mean, yeah, but I'm just. I think in my mind that. 
third quarter, ten to five score, I mean, I whatever can, it was. I, just, I, I just, I don't know that. I think with Daniels coming in, they'll be a lot more efficient this week. But we'll see. This will yeah. be a good. It'll be a good litmus test for sure for the rest of the season. All right, tomorrow's show is the rumbling, so you know what to do. Get us your questions, and we will be happy to talk to you. Uh, send, send whatever you want. Anything uh, goes. Anything goes. And then we'll continue this week previewing uh, Mississippi State versus Arkansas. We'll really get into that uh, starting tomorrow and then uh, on through the week. Guys, have a great Tuesday. We'll be back with you on Wednesday morning. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on well, Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.